What's going on, everybody? Thank you so much for joining me here for this Thursday edition of Fantasy MLB Today. We're a sports ethos presentation, of course, and I'm your host, Joe O'Rico. You can find me on Twitter at JoeOrico99 and also at EthosFantasyBB. Make sure you're checking us out over there. We share out all of our podcast links, articles, news and notes from our different staff writers. Every bit of baseball content we have gets shared at EthosFantasyBB. So make sure you're checking us out while Twitter still is alive. You want to go to sportsethos.com in the event that something does happen to Twitter because there's a lot of stuff going on and now there's the competitive, uh, the competitor, I should say, that Instagram, Facebook has launched called Threads, which is kind of cool. Um, I, I made an account today. It's the same at as my Twitter if you guys want to go and check it out. Uh, I haven't posted anything yet. It's kind of just like a backup in case Twitter does go down. Sportsethos.com will be the best place to still get all of our content, but to follow me on social in the event that there is no more Twitter, which I'd be very sad about, then you can go find me at threads.net because that's the new one. That's the new cool one. Now, I hadn't made any other accounts in this whole time of you know Elon's Twitter. There's been a few different scares throughout the last, I don't even know how long it's been. It feels like an eternity, but I think it's maybe been eight months since he took over. Um, this is the best alternative that I've seen, not that I've made accounts on Mastodon and the other ones, just from seeing what the different people were saying about it. This one seems to be the best. So if something should happen to Twitter, sportsethos.com is the place to go. But Joe Rico 99 on this, uh, on this threads thing, which you can find out more uh, through Instagram. If you're using Instagram, it's fairly easy to get set up on there, but that's enough on that front. Let's talk about a couple of bits of news and notes. And actually, just before that, uh, if you did miss yesterday's show, it was one of the best we've ever done. Uh, Paul Spore was here. We were talking about a lot of really fun topics. We spent maybe 25 minutes, 20 minutes or so, talking about potential Shohei Otani trades, talking about the suitors, the potential return, uh, and it was some of the most fun I've ever had on the show. So make sure you're checking that one out if you haven't already. Uh, Paul's a great guest, and he he brought the heat yesterday. So make sure you check that one out if you haven't done so. Let's talk about some news and notes, though. Usually, these are very shitty when we start off with news and notes, but we got a good one here. Carlos Rodon is going to start on Friday. Now, this one had been kind of talked about potentially as of a couple days ago, but we actually got confirmation today that Carlos Rodon is going to be back and starting this Friday. I just want to make sure that is 100% because I believe it is. I've seen it in a few different places, uh, but it does look like he will be starting uh, this Friday against the Cubs. This is just kind of a reminder in case you're kind of losing interest in fantasy or whatever to A, make sure he's not on your waiver wire if you're in a very shallow league. Again, I know this is going to sound kind of stupid, but if you're in like, you know, there are people who play in six-team leagues, eight-team leagues. Um, Carlos Rodon might be available. He's 93% rostered on Yahoo, which you're probably not going to find him, but you might just find him. And there's really no better pitcher you're going to find on the waiver wire at this point of the season. And that shouldn't be considered, I mean, I mean, it's not a hot take. Uh, it's not even close to a hot take. But if you are still able to find Carlos Rodon, don't waste time. He shouldn't be sitting there. But if he is, then in those shallow formats, please pick him up. I wouldn't be worried about, oh, you know, should I drop this guy or that guy? Pick somebody and drop them for Rodon because the upside is higher than any other pitcher you're going to find as a pickup for the rest of the season. You're talking about somebody who is a legitimate top five pitcher in the game when he is healthy. So keep that in mind when you are setting your lineups. Maybe you're just hearing right here on the pod that he's coming back. Make sure you stick them in your lineup because there will be some people who forget, some people who, and this is for daily lineups, obviously, if you're in a weekly league, 
maybe you were a little brazen and you did it on the weekend and you put him in your lineup. Now we know 150% that he's going to be starting on Friday. So daily changes leagues, make sure you're getting him in there. Obviously, for the weekly guys, you'll get him in there for next week. But this is very exciting. Carlos Rodon was a top five pitcher for me when I initially did my rankings. I believe he came in at number four uh, when I first did them. I think it was – I and they, they changed a few times, especially with all the injuries. But I believe I had Burns, Cole, Strider – and then Rodon, or Burns, Strider, Cole, and then Rodon. Something like that. That was I. Uh, maybe it was McClanahan. No, it was McClanahan, not Strider. That's who it was. It was, McClan- it was Burns, McClanahan, Cole, and then it was Carlos Rodon. Those were my uh, preseason rankings. And I hate that I had to change them that he got hurt because I was really in on Rodon this year. I'm still very much in for the second half. So make sure he's in your lineup. Make sure you're not falling asleep at the wheel there because that's what a lot of people start to do this time of year. It might sound stupid. Put Carlos Rodon in your lineup. I'm seeing a ton of football tweets recently. People are starting to transition to fantasy football time. So if you're one of those people, you're starting to lose interest a little bit. Probably not listening to a baseball podcast if you're losing interest in baseball. But you might be a little bit. You might not be setting your lineups as much. If you are one of those people, then make sure that Rodon gets into your lineup. Let's talk Cal Quantrill. Oh, man. He's back on the IL with shoulder inflammation. He was brutal yesterday. He gave up five runs on 11 hits and four and a third. Uh, he struck out three and did not walk a batter. <clears throat> he has produced four straight appearances with an ERA over 10 in those appearances. Chicago, as in the White Sox, Chicago, as in the Cubs, <clears throat> Baltimore, and then Atlanta. Now, you know, mixed bag there, Baltimore, Atlanta, where they're good teams, the Cubs, the White Sox, not the greatest. The Cubs aren't terrible, but I'm just <clears throat> mentioning Cal Quantrill going to the IL just as a reminder that he needs to be dropped if you're still holding on. What are we doing here? 13% still rostered on Yahoo. That's a decent chunk of people. Uh, you know, people want to talk about inactive leagues or whatever the hell. I don't want to hear it. I, we saw Ellie Dela Cruz come up and get added, and he was up to 95% rostered. You know, there are still a lot of people who are playing, and there are a lot of people who are still actively playing who will have Cal Quantrill in their active lineup, maybe on their bench, wherever the hell you got him. There's no need to wait. There's no need to put him on the IL. Just drop him. There's no, there's no upside with Cal Quantrill. He doesn't strike out anybody. He doesn't have good ratios. He's not winning a lot of games for the Guardians this year. The Guardians are not a great team. There's just no upside. There is no reason at all to be holding on to him. He absolutely stinks. Please, please, please send Cal Quantrill back to the waiver wire. <clears throat> now, we got another bit of injury news as well today uh, for Jose Altuve. He also went to the IL, but we had some reassuring MRI results come in this evening. It's a minor issue with his left oblique, so you're going to have to hope that this one will be more of a minimum stay. <clears throat> it's also kind of crazy to me that Jose Altuve is only 93% rostered. Like, he should be 100% rostered. I mean, Yahoo doesn't go up to 100. It goes up to 99 for baseball. But you get my drift, right? Jose Altuve should not be sitting on any kind of waiver wires at all, especially now that he's hurt. Maybe, maybe you had a squeeze on your actual roster and you had an open IL slot. Maybe this is the chance you can take in those shallow formats. Again, I know it's not going to apply to everybody. It's going to apply to a fairly small percentage of people. But even if it's five people, ten people, one person – who will go check their waiver wire and pick up Carlos Rodon or pick up Jose Altuve? I'll consider it a job well done for today because, you know what, everybody deserves content. This is something that I talk about all the time. Uh, you could play in, and I tweeted this out the other day, and some people got very upset about it for whatever reason. You can play in an eight-team free league. You can pay in a 15-team $20,000 entry free league. You can pay in a you know, $100,000 entry fee league. It doesn't matter. You're all deserving of content. There is nobody who is better than anybody else in the fantasy community. This is what I tweeted out. There's, there's nobody who is better than anybody else. People misinterpreted that as, oh, of course, there's people who are better at 
going through the waiver wire. Blah, blah, blah. It's like, that's not what I'm talking about. If you interpreted it that way, then you might be the problem here. There is nobody who is a better person than anybody else in terms of what they deserve for their fantasy baseball content. So for those of you who are in your six-team leagues, your four-team leagues, you deserve content as much as people playing in the main event at the NFBC. That is what I think. That is why I will talk about very shallow leagues, very deep leagues, and everything in between because everybody deserves the content. I don't want to spend too long on that. Just a reminder, take a look and see what Jose Altuve is like on your waiver wire if he is on your waiver wire. Again, very small percentage of people. doesn't matter, even if you are one of those people who isn't going to need to pick up Jose Altuve. I hope you can understand my sentiment there uh, because I am just trying to help. At the end of the day, uh, I'm just here to help. But I do want to talk about one more thing here. This one will be a fairly short show for us today. And again, if you missed yesterday's show, we went for about an hour and 15 minutes. So that would be the one if you're trying to get a long show in. And I apologize for the daily listeners because it's just a very, very, very long day today. And we're not going to be able to do the longest show. Um, But I do want to talk about Lance Lynn. I don't know what the hell to do with Lance Lynn. He's a yo-yo. The best way I could describe him is a yo-yo. And, you know, we saw that amazing outing against Seattle. And then we saw a couple of stinkers against Boston and Los Angeles. And now today, seven shutout innings against the Blue Jays where he struck out 11 batters. It's just very hard to make sense of him when bad teams will shit on him. He'll take care of a good team. And then it's it's just very tricky to know where you stand with Lance Lynn. At the end of the day, I think he needs to be rostered. I think that that strikeout upside is something that you're not going to find on the waiver wire, and it will come with some potential volatility. As Lance Lynn gets older, he's not going to get any better as he gets older. You might be able to see him return to his form from even just the end of last year. We're hoping for the walk numbers to go down. Today, I'm going to double-check it. I don't think he walked anybody. There may have been one walk in there. Uh, oh, no, he did walk one batter. But you can absolutely take that, right? You'll you'll take the one walk. You'll take the 11 strikeouts. Even if he had given up a couple runs, you'll take it. And he didn't. He was he was masterful. Uh, unfortunately, he was working all day. I didn't get a chance to see Lance Lynn's performance here. But I think he is somebody that it does warrant a spot on your roster. And I, I don't want to say that like he's a bench guy and then you start him in certain matchups because he's not really matchup dependent. Toronto is a really good offense, believe it or not. And it's hard to believe sometimes being in Toronto. But they have a very good offense, and he just took them out to lunch over seven innings. So I think that he is somebody that you're, you're picking up and you're starting. I, I don't see a reason why not to. Other, I mean, there is reasons not to. Actually, that was poorly phrased. There are reasons not to, but the upside and the potential reward, I think, is a lot higher than any risks that you will have with Lance Lynn. Uh, you know, there might be some blow-up outings. There might be some blow-up outings with everybody. We've seen that from literally every starting pitcher this season. Will there be a little more frequency with Lynn? Potentially. But I still think that in a 12-team and beyond league, he needs to be on rosters. That strikeout upside is really rare. He's now pitched 103 innings this season. He's got 127 strikeouts. That's a, that's a great number. Uh, and he's only 59% rostered as of right now on Yahoo. So he is somebody that I would be picking up. Uh, I'm not sure who he's in line to start against next time. Let me just quickly check that. And it looks like it'll be the Braves. So... You're not going to start him probably against the Braves, although, hell, I say that and it'll probably be a perfect game. But I I think that there is still enough talent there. There's enough juice left in the arm where I'm saying, yes, go and pick up Lance Lynn, even if you're not going to start him for that Braves outing. I wouldn't blame you if you don't want to. Just hold him. Just hold him, and I think that we will see better results down the stretch from him. And at the very least, you're getting a source of strikeouts where you didn't previously have it. In a year where starting pitching is very volatile anyway. Guys, that'll wrap it up. Really appreciate you hanging on for a shorter show today. 
Again, if you missed yesterday's show, it was maybe my favorite pod we've ever done here. So please go and check that one out. Again, if Twitter does crash, you can find me on threads at the same at that I am on Twitter. That's at JoeRico99, J-O-E-O-R-R-I-C-O-99, and at EthosFantasyBB. I'm going to go ahead either tonight or tomorrow, and I'm going to create a couple of the Sports Ethos pages over on threads as well, and then we'll start to transition uh, over there a little bit. Not We're not going to be doing a lot of stuff over there for the time being. If Twitter remains, then Twitter remains. I'd rather keep the following that I have than start from zero. But that is kind of our backup source, threads.net, I believe. And I don't think there's actually a website. There's just a mobile app at this point that they're they're still working on it. Uh, it'll get better, but it's just, again, a worst-case scenario should something happen to Twitter. But make sure you're checking out sportsethos.com. That'll always be there. That's not tied to Twitter or any social media in any way. So make sure you're checking us out there for all the content we got across all four major sports. Gambling, DFS, team coverage, we have it all at Sports Ethos. But, guys, until tomorrow, we're going to wrap up the week. We'll take a look at the weekend. We'll go over some news and notes from today. But until then, have a great night. Take care. And cheers, everybody. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.